Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Luke Rockhold, who will be fighting this weekend at UFC 278 against Paulo Costa. And in my opinion, this fight has been getting the most attention, not only because the matchup is intriguing, but also because of Luke, who has spent his time promoting this fight by going off on the UFC. He is letting it all out, and I think by him doing this, he has gained a lot of respect from people. Not saying that Luke wasn't respected before, but I will say there was a lot of people who would make fun of him because he was a guy who thought he was better than everyone but then when it came to his fights he'd get knocked out it became easy to root against a guy like that it was at its peak when he fought michael bisping for a second time and it only continued in his fights afterwards but the last time luke fought was back in 2019 and i feel like he's not only changed so much as a fighter since then but also as a person he's grown up more and has definitely matured from the guy who was super cocky and now people are gravitating towards that. And I feel like because of all this, many want to see Luke win now. And I have to admit, I like this new side that Luke is bringing to the public. He was famously known for being such an awkward person, trying to say things that he thought were cool in his head, but when they came out, it was just cringy. But the difference now is that he's speaking from his heart. You can really feel that he is not happy with how the UFC has treated him. And although some fighters stay quiet and don't say anything some do and recently we've been having a lot of fighters doing that and not only just a lot of fighters but pretty big names we got francis Ngannou, nate diaz israel adesanya has been saying some things as well and now we have luke rockhold who may not have the greatest momentum in regards to his fighting career but he is still a very popular name and with how honest he's being people are only going to want to support him even more because when he's speaking from his heart he's not that awkward luke rockhold anymore. He's now confident. And now that he's older, he has the mindset to really understand how everything works. And like I said, a lot of fighters in this position wouldn't say anything. So when a fighter does come out and is vocal about the company that they work for, you got to give them respect because it takes a lot of courage to do that, especially with the way that Luke is doing it, because every interview he's done, every press conference he's done in the lead up to this event has basically just been him bashing the UFC. Like think about how awkward it must have been for Luke to see Dana at the press conference. But yeah, it's clear he doesn't really care what Dana thinks or what anyone else in the UFC thinks. He wants things to change and that's why I wanted to make this video to bring up what exactly he's talking about. And the primary interview I'm going to cover is Luke's interview with Ariel Hawani on the MMA Hour. Because basically everything he said on there was everywhere else. So one thing that Luke said was, after losing the title you get disrespected. This is a mafia, the UFC. There's no rhyme or reason in this game and when you lose your leverage these people try to step on you and then you just fight back and it's a constant fight it's annoying it's fucking sick it's disgusting it needs to change and i'm not scared to say it and right away luke is bringing up a really good point here when you're no longer the champion the ufc puts less stock into you we've seen it time and time again not only champions but also number one contenders if a number one contender is unable to capture the belt a lot of the times i feel like the ufc puts them on the back burner and Luke is a prime example of this because after he lost his belt to Michael Bisping, the hype surrounding him wasn't as great as before. And you can say, okay, yes, he lost a fight. His momentum is bound to go down. But I feel like the UFC also played a role by not really talking about him much and also not giving him many fights. He goes on to say, everything I'm saying is right. Everything I'm saying is true. I'm not going to bite my lip and not tell it like it is because I should wait until I get power in position. Fuck off. This is exactly how it is. And 
and it turned me sour in the game. And that's the thing that sucks about this situation with Luke Rockhold and the UFC. He doesn't have that leverage to really make an impact. He is one in three in his last four fights, and he has only fought four times since 2016. And yes, he is still a popular name, like I said earlier, but when it comes to actual fighter leverage in the UFC and its rankings, Luke doesn't really have any of it. In fact, he's at a point in his career where you can say it's coming to an end. He's older now. He's taken many injuries. He's lost fights in brutal fashion. And his last win was back in 2017 against David Branch, who's not even in the UFC anymore. But I feel like Luke is counteracting this lack of leverage by going as hard as he's been going during this pre-fight press tour. And I feel like Luke has gotten to this point where he doesn't care about speaking the truth like this is because he doesn't have much to lose. He has reached the highest level with the UFC. And now that he feels that they're pushing him away due to his decline as a fighter, he doesn't care to speak his mind compared to before during a time when he was trying to capture the belt. Luke also went on to talk about how his issues with the UFC have stemmed all the way back at his debut in 2013. He said, I think it happened the moment I came in the UFC. I came in and I was disrespected right off the bat. I had to go fucking fight Vitor Belfort while they knew they were protecting him. So he could do all the steroids in the world and be their Brazilian fucking superhero and push the needle down there. Yeah, that was disrespect right off the bat the moment I walked into the UFC. And I see no lies there. The UFC put Luke against Vitor, who they knew was on TRT, hence why he had to stay in Brazil and fight there because of the athletic commission not caring. And yes, the UFC could say, oh, we want him to fight in Brazil because he's our star there. He brings the crowds in, but it was also helping him gain an advantage. So for the UFC to put Luke Rockhold against a guy who was taking TRT is absolutely insane and extremely dangerous, especially with the way Luke lost that fight. It was a brutal spinning heel kick, and that could change a fighter for the worse. He also said, I started to gain that respect back when you earn leverage and you win and you start to gain the momentum, it comes. Life is a game of leverage, and it's not just the UFC, it's everywhere. In business, in life, it's understanding your leverage and understanding your worth. And if you don't, people are always going to fucking belittle you and play hardball. The rich get richer, and it's always a battle of suppressing one and building another. So it's not just the UFC, it's not just Dana, it's really everywhere. There's not a lot of fairness, not a lot of real, true people in this world. In Strike Force, it was different. There was a hierarchy, and there was a way to get up, but there was a lot more fairness and a lot more fun back then. And I think Luke bringing up Strike Force like that is key as to how nasty the UFC can get. But it also says, is that what one needs to do in order to get to the top? Because when you compare Dana White, for example, with former CEO of Strike Force Scott Coker, those two guys are night and day. And I think they honestly best represent what the UFC and Strike Force is respectfully, especially with what Luke is saying here in that the UFC is not very fair while Strike Force was. And you would think, wow, Strike Force is doing a good job in making their fighters happy. But in the end of the day, the promotion that doesn't do that was able to buy them out. And it really makes me question the entire ethics of running an MMA promotion and what keeps an MMA promotion like the UFC at the top. And it may just be this unfairness playing hardball. Yes, the fighters may not be happy, but the UFC definitely is. Luke also talks about fighter pay and medical care. He says the health protection, everything. We're putting our lives on the lines and these guys are out there trying to act like they're doing the best for us. The business is changing. Growth. And Dana White 
parents out there trying to follow Conor McGregor and giving more degenerate lifestyle kids fuck. What did he give that kid? Someone told me he gifted that full send kid $250,000 for no reason. And then he's out there saying we get what we deserve. Come on, Dana, shut up. What are you doing? Nothing's right. And once again, Luke is speaking the truth here. Why is the business growing, but the growth in fighter healthcare and pay is not? You would think with how much the UFC grew over the years, especially after selling their company for billions, these issues, yes, may still be around, but not as evident as it is today. And Luke brings up a good point. They're not focusing on all of the fighters when they're not trying to make changes to fighter pay and fighter healthcare. Because what's on the US UFC's mind are the biggest names, the Conor McGregor's, the Paddy Pimblets, whoever brings the promotion the most money. That's who they're going to pay attention to the most, not what all fighters generally need. And Luke closed this off by saying, it's fine. It's business. There's nothing wrong with me. I'm cool with Dana and I'm going to tell it like it is. He might not like the way I say it, but come on, dog. You know, I'm not saying anything that's not real. Everything I'm saying is real. He might not like it, but it's fucking truthful. So whatever. And that basically summarizes is the point I just said before this. Business gets messy sometimes and doesn't work out because life isn't fair like that. In this situation, Luke has been treated unfairly for so many years as a fighter, but that doesn't mean the person who receives the issues isn't going to lash out and come back with what they have to say. There are fighters who keep their mouth shut and just continue to work, and then there are fighters who say, I need to say something. I need to tell the truth because something needs to be changed. And it's crazy because it may be one of the most difficult fights for a fighter to take in their careers going up against the UFC a billion dollar company who have had people go against them before but they were able to shut it down fairly easily so when I see fighters continuing to do it despite seeing the results over these years it's just hard for me not to admire that and root for them and like I said this all goes back to Luke's growth over the years his maturity apparently he had a lot of personal things happen in his life over the years that really changed his mindset and I think it was for the better because look for example Luke is now training with Jason Perillo who is the coach that was in Michael Bisping's corner the night Michael Bisping took the belt from Luke I feel like the old Luke would never even want to say a word to Jason but this new one is willing to learn and grow as a fighter and I feel like that positive mindset has expanded to other areas in Luke's life which is a great thing to see and is a huge reason why I'm looking forward to seeing him back into the cage at UFC 278. And even though I don't think he's going to win this fight, I still want to give credit to Luke Rockhold for fighting a fight that many fighters don't want to take. But what do you think? Do you agree with what Luke Rockhold is saying? And how do you think his fight with Paulo Costa will play out? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.